Hello, Xers and Interwebbers. Welcome to Naive in the 90s, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily. I was a 70s baby, an 80s kid, and a 90s teen. Today, we're sinking our teeth into the cult classic, The Lost Boys. So grab your garlic, sharpen your steaks, and let's unravel the tale of teenage rebellion and nocturnal creatures. Released in 1987, The Lost Boys is a thrilling vampire flick that broke the mold and became an instant classic. Directed by Joel Schumacher, who also wrote and directed St. Elmo's Fire in 1985. Um, little fun fact here, there's a poster of Rob Lowe that is prominently shown in Sam's bedroom, played by Corey Haim, and Rob Lowe was one of the stars of Schumacher's St. Elmo's Fire, which is kind of cool. And also a neat little tidbit here is that also in Sam's room, there is a 16 Candles poster on the wall, and co-star Jamie Gertz, who plays Star, was in that movie. So a couple little nods to some past work that just is kind of cool. But Lost Boys was set in the coastal town of Santa Carla. The story follows two brothers, Michael and Sam Emerson, played by Jason Patrick and Corey Haim, who discover that their new town is infested with a group of stylish but very bloodthirsty vampires. So what sets the Lost Boys apart? First and foremost, its unique blend of horror, comedy, and teenage rebellion creates a captivating atmosphere that draws audiences in. The film captures the essence of youth and the eternal allure of the night. And it also captures the essence of the 80s with its trendy fashion, killer soundtrack, and an impressive ensemble cast. The story arc of The Lost Boys takes us on a roller coaster ride of emotions, balancing thrilling action sequences with heartfelt moments. It explores the themes of family, loyalty, and the eternal battle between good and evil. The film's ability to make us laugh, scream, and even shed a tear or two is a testament to its enduring appeal. Here's an interesting little tidbit and fun fact. Did you know that The Lost Boys was originally intended to be a Peter Pan-inspired movie set in a small town? But when executive producer Richard Donner got Joel Schumacher to agree to be the director, Schumacher was not too keen on the younger vampire boys thing. So the concept shifted and changed and was made to make the vampires older and also sexy. And, you know, the rest is history. The Lost Boys beautifully captures the rebellious spirit of youth, from Michael being torn between his newfound vampire desires and his loyalty to his family. Sam, the younger brother, teams up with the Frog Brothers to battle the bloodsuckers and save his brother's soul. The film's witty dialogue, memorable one-liners, and dynamic relationships keep us invested in the character's journey through the entire thing. 
The film's ability to create a dark and atmospheric world filled with alluring vampires and a sense of danger is one of its greatest strengths. It draws us into this nocturnal realm and keeps us captivated from start to finish. On the lighter side, the Lost Boys inject humor into the vampire world. The banter between the characters, particularly the hilarious antics of the Frog Brothers, provides comedic relief amongst all of the darkness. This balance between horror and humor is one of the film's key strengths, making it enjoyable for audiences of all different tastes. The Lost Boys not only captivated audiences with its gripping story, but also introduced us to a cast of young stars who left us mesmerized. Beyond their undeniable attractiveness, the stars of the film brought depth and vulnerability to their characters. They were more than just eye candy. They conveyed the complexities of their roles and drew us into the film's supernatural world. Kiefer Sutherland's portrayal of David was nothing short of magnetic. With his icy stares, tousled hair, and rebellious demeanor, he became the epitome of coolness. His character's blend of charm, danger, and undeniable charisma made him irresistible to audiences. And of course, to Michael. I mean, look at him. He's so sexy. And speaking of Michael, played by the incredibly handsome Jason Patrick, his transformation from an innocent teenager to a conflicted vampire, or almost vampire, captured hearts everywhere. Patrick's smoldering good looks, brooding intensity, and vulnerability made Michael an intriguing and relatable character. Who could resist falling under his spell? Like, oh. Especially when they, like, overlaid him with the Jim Morrison poster. Oh, God. So sexy. But, yeah. So, and let's not forget about Star, portrayed by the captivating and gorgeous and talented Jamie Gertz. As the object of Michael's affection, Star exuded a magnetic, just, vibe with her piercing eyes and ethereal beauty. She brought a delicate balance of innocence and mystery to the film. So it just, she was just, oh, perfection. The chemistry between Michael and Star was palpable, and it drew audiences into their love story. Their star-crossed romance amidst the world of vampires added an extra layer of intensity and longing. It's no wonder they became an iconic duo that fans still root for to this day. Like, and it's been a very long time. <laughs> um, now, let's talk about the undeniable impact these stars had on our teenage and young hearts. I was only 10, so not quite a teenager, but, you know. Their captivating performances and, and just just striking appearances launched a thousand crushes and cemented their places in our dreams. And who didn't want to be a vampire? They embodied the rebellious spirit of youth 
leaving an indelible mark on 80s pop culture, which continues to this day. And of course, we can't talk about the cast and not mention the Corys. Corey Haim, who played Michael's younger brother, Sam, and Corey Feldman, who played one of the two Frog Brothers, Edgar. The Lost Boys was the first of many films that the two would do together, as well as a short-lived reality show in 2007. It was called The Two Corys, of course, and it only ran for two seasons. In an interview with Larry King in 2010, which is unfortunately the same year that Corey Haim died of pneumonia, R.I.P., um, Corey Feldman said about the friendship between the two Corys, quote, I've worked with a lot of great people through the years, and with Corey, you know, you set us in front of a camera and tell us to go, and it just happens, and there's really no explaining that, end quote. Random fun fact about the casting, Ben Stiller claims that he was up for the part of David but lost out, uh, thankfully, to Kiefer Sutherland. In an interview, Stiller said, and the interview, I believe, was with people, and quote, The last time I saw a room full of so many talented faces was when I auditioned for The Lost Boys. It was between me and Kiefer and the two Corys. And, um... This has not, just want to say here, this has not been confirmed by anyone else except for Stiller. And Ben Stiller is a comedian, so it could be a joke, but why? Like, why would you joke? I don't, I don't get the joke. And if it is a joke, it's just, it's not very funny. Like, can you imagine Ben freaking Stiller as David? Just, ugh, no, please. And thank you for just not, because, oh my god, no. I just, oh, I keep seeing, like, Zoolander, or just, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so another little fun fact um, is about the wardrobe, kind of. So, Corey Feldman has said that when Schumacher gave him the directions to flesh out the character of Edgar Frog, he said, quote, Basically, he gave me an order to go out and rent all of the Stallone movies and all of the Chuck Norris movies, like Rambo and First Blood and In Missing in Action. Schumacher said, That is your character. I want you to meld all of these guys together and make something out of it. So that's what I did, end quote. Hence the outfit choices for Edgar, including the red tie-on, like, headband thing that Feldman's character wears pretty much the entire time. Like, he's exactly Rambo. <laughs> so as for the rest of the wardrobe in The Lost Boys, leather pants, ripped jeans, mullets were just, you know, the epitome of cool back in the 80s. Um, and I guess starting to be again now, because there's, there's a lot of mullets around. But the vampire's impeccable style completed with fingerless gloves and a touch of punk added a whole new level of irresistible charm. The fashion choices of the characters perfectly encapsulated the rebelliousness and vibe of the 80s. 
come on. The aesthetic of the entire cast was just, oh, chef's kiss. Especially in my opinion, Star. Her outfits actually totally inspired a lot of my wardrobe choices well into the 90s and even today. Like, I love, like, the boho style, I guess they'd call it. We just called it hippie style, (laughs) I guess. But just long skirts and just, you know, long hair and just silver jewelry and just all of it. I just, oh, I love it so much. And she was definitely, like, the first inspiration of that. Another little random fact. Santa Carla is not a real place. However, the iconic boardwalk where a bunch of the movie takes place is a real place and is located in Santa Cruz, California. I've actually been there multiple times in my youth as I had and still do have family in the area. So that's kind of cool. Specifically, the like glider ride that they show um, that I have very, very vivid memories of as a kid. Um, like they show like a statue guy in one of them and he, he just is in one of them and just like rides the ride the entire time. Um, he's real. I've seen him in real life. Um, and that ride actually scared the bag out of me when I was little. I was always just worried that, the cable was going to snap. <laughs> so just, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So now let's sink our fangs into the film's incredible soundtrack. The music of the Lost Boys has become synonymous with the enduring legacy of the film. From the hauntingly beautiful Cry Little Sister by Jared McMahon and Michael Maneri, which has actually been sampled many, many times, including by Mob Deep and Eminem. Um, but yeah, there was that, and then there were the tunes from, you know, In Excess and Echo and the Bunny Man, and of course, The Doors, because as we all know, people are strange. The music set the perfect atmosphere for the film. The soundtrack became a cultural phenomenon with songs that are still beloved by fans today. And of course, we cannot talk about the music of Lost Boys without mentioning the saxophone man, the oiled up rocker with iconic look and moves definitely left a lasting impression. His name is actually Timmy Capello, and he is a classically trained composer, and he plays multiple instruments, which is really impressive, um, especially because he apparently dropped out of school, and he was only 15, and then he somehow joined the New England Conservatory of Music, which, you know, that's super cool. Um, Capello has had an amazing career beyond being the sexy sax man who was clearly feeling the music in the movie, but he has also performed with tons of other musicians, including Carly Simon, Peter Gabriel, and of course, the legendary Tina Turner, 
with whom Capello actually toured for like 15 years. However, his role as the sax man is what he has like become a legend as. That is what most people remember him from. In fact, he recently did a guest performance as the sexy sax man on a fantastic FX show called Reservation Dogs. And if you haven't watched it, 10 out of 10 recommend it. It's fantastic. And that scene just just made me love it more. So as time passes, some films can lose their luster or become dated. However, The Lost Boys has remained relevant and beloved throughout the years because it represents more than just a vampire flick. It captures the essence of the 80s while exploring timeless themes that continue to resonate with audiences today. The blend of horror, humor, and heart creates a unique viewing experience that transcends its era. But what makes The Lost Boys truly timeless is its universal themes. The film taps into the battles between good and evil, exploring the duality within all of us. It delves into the struggles of adolescence, the desire for acceptance, and the complications of family dynamics. These themes resonate with audiences of all generations, which ensures the film's relevance even decades after its release. Because, oh my god, it's been so long. (laughs) We're so old. The enduring popularity of the movie is also fueled by the dedicated fan base. Its status as a cult classic has sparked conventions, fan art, and even musical adaptations. I just, what even? (laughs) Fans continue to celebrate the film, keeping the spirit alive, and even introducing new generations to its timeless magic. Like, I know that was a rite of passage for my my daughter was, hey, we're going to watch The Lost Boys and you're going to love it. And guess what? She did. The film has undeniably left a lasting impact on vampire cinema and pop culture. It's a movie that continues to be beloved by fans, capturing the spirit of teenage rebellion and the draw of the night and the enduring appeal of the vampire genre. So with that said, it's time to wrap up for today. And, you know, we delved into the world of the Lost Boys, from its iconic characters and fashion choices to its killer soundtrack and timeless story. Whether you're a longtime fan or discovering this cult classic for the first time, I hope this journey today brought back some fantastic memories. Oh god, I'm just so cheesy. (laughs) Thank you for joining me today for Naive in the 90s, the podcast. I hope you come back in two weeks for a new episode. Who knows what we'll do? So make sure to follow so you don't miss it. 
For questions, comments, feedback, or contributions to the conversation, send me a message at naiveinthe90s at gmail.com or connect with me on social media with the handle at naiveinthe90s. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and now Threads. Of course, don't forget to grab your copy of Naive in the 90s, the creative nonfiction book based on real-life diaries from the early and mid-90s. Follow along as a high schooler tries to navigate life, friends, relationship, and of course, the raddest era ever. And if you have read and enjoyed the book, please make sure to leave a review. Each and every one truly helps. Thanks again for joining. Hope to see you next time. Peace and love, my dudes. Maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots.